With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over a 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to Then Now and the Next Game here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. In this episode we will be doing a match reaction on the 2-0 win against Luke Poznan last night and today's press conferences which will lead us on to a preview of the Scumdy United game on Sunday. And of course we will be talking about anything else that may have caught our eye on social media. So my name is Scott and joining me is Ali. How's things mate? Yeah, not bad. It's a Friday so the weekend's upon us. Aye, at last mate. Um, uh-huh. And making making his first pod, podcast appearance here on Club at 22 is Scott Scotia Gemmel. Welcome to the show, mate. Hi, guys. How's it going? Thanks for um, having me on. It's good to finally be here. <laughs> yeah, as I say, so I'm Scott, you're Scott, um, but I, I will call you Scotia, Scosh, probably, whatever it really comes to, to mind, Gemmel or whatever. So, yeah, so we'll start off with, with last night. So, the game last night finished to nothing. Rangers secured top spot of the group with a quite a convincing 2-0 win, I think, and it sent us into the pot for the last 32 as a seeded team. So Gerard made a total of seven changes to the team last night. Um we still produced quite a quite a spectacular performance. So before we jump into the the teams uh, the team sorry from last night, Ali, what was your what was your thoughts on last night just overall? To be honest, it was routine. Um, I didn't quite know how the game would go, to be honest, because obviously we changed the seven players. I didn't think we changed as much as that. And um, like Poznan changed some players. So you don't know how the game's going to go, whether they, like Leg Poznan, would try harder because they want to get into their first team. But like I say, it, was, it, it really was routine. They had a, well, get into the game, but they had only really one chance I can think of, and that was it. But no, great performance for Rangers. Some standout performances, which we'll come to, but. No, fantastic. Yeah, what was your thoughts on it, Scotia? Routine's the word. Very comfortable. Um, aye, it's becoming a bit of a habit. We've got no fears going into these games, really. Yeah, um, and I think we'll discuss it as we go, kind of go through the game. But yeah, um, I didn't feel didn't feel worried at any point during the game. 
Yeah, I, I would say I pretty much felt the same. I, I don't think Rangers really looked in any sort of real danger. I say there was one chance, obviously, that we will come to, um, but a few half chances from nothing else. But I thought, for being it kind of, i say seven changes. I mean, it's still quite impressive the fact that we can go into a European game like that and get away with win. I know, like Poznan, obviously, have made a few changes as well, but you can only play the team that's in front of you. I've said that before, and I thought uh, there was definitely some standouts. Um, so I've drawn the team. So it was McLaughlin, Patterson, Goldson, Balligan, Barisic, Zungu, Kamara, Arfield, Aribo, Hadji, and Itton. Now, I, I'll be honest, that's a lot more changes than I thought he would initially do. I was a wee bit shocked with a few of them. I was shocked at Patterson playing, although I think it was good that he played uh, to give Tav a rest, but it was more than I was expecting. Um, Ali, what's your initial thoughts when you seen the team? Yeah, exact same. I, th- I think the reason he played Patterson was Patterson would have played against Falkirk, but obviously with under-21 Scotland COVID, that ruled him out of that, so he couldn't play that game. So this was probably the ideal game to put him to try and give him, I think he got 65 minutes under his belt. Um, so I think Gerard had kind of promised him a game. So he was one that I was surprised about. The midfield three, again, you can pick any combination. I wasn't surprised by any of them. And in the top three, um, hitting through the middle, I was delighted to see Big Itton playing. Obviously, we did discuss in the last pod, would he play Hadji out in the right? Um, that that came through. And um, aye, who else was up there? Aribo was up there, wasn't it? So. Yeah. That's still a strong team, to be honest. But I didn't expect the seven changes. But like you say, we can we can afford to do seven changes, and it never it just looks the same as what it is every week. Yeah, as I say, but we're going to come on to. It. I say I could. I'm running out of ways to, to praise this Rangers team really because everybody just seems to kind of know their job. Like it doesn't matter who we are playing and what position we're playing, or even the slight adjustments that he's doing to the kind of four three three that we're doing. It's Everybody knows their job and everybody's getting trained the same way. As I say, it's just a, a very, very well-coached team. Scotia, what did you think of the starting eleven? Were you shocked by the, the amount of changes that you made? Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one for me. Um, I think if you'd asked me this at the start of the week, I wouldn't have expected many changes, but sort of some of the stuff I was picking up on coming out of Gerard, Gerard, particularly after his um, press conference midweek, um, I kind of expected a few more changes than I'd originally anticipated. So, um, but as you, you both kind of picked up on, um, the changes that were made didn't really, it didn't worry me at all that we were losing any quality in any of the positions. You know, obviously, right back was not a concern, but because Tav's playing so well, um, there was, yeah, you were thinking they could maybe exploit us there, but didn't come to fruition, thankfully. Um, Patterson had a great game, as we'll come on to, I imagine. That's what I think. Even when we actually when we all seen the team, it was still a wee bit like, all right, okay, there's seven changes, but you're still going, well, every one of them's a player. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't as if you were going, oh, he's been he's been poor or anything like that. I know, obviously, Hadji's not been flying, but you never know with Hadji. There's, I say, there's a player in there. And as you've said before, Ali, he's, he's like a moments player. Um, yeah. So he could have had one of them moments. But as I say, it was still quite a strong team, um, and so we're going to talk about uh, the game. So I say, with a number of changes, I think it was quite clear. The team took a wee bit of time to settle. Not that we were in any great danger, but obviously the first kind of chance came from like Poznan last night, and the boy really should have scored. I say he was about five yards out, it was a free header. But I think it was almost like the Ross County game, where the Ross County had their first chance, and all of a sudden Rangers kind of snapped into life. And I think that when Rangers conceded that chance against like Poznan... We just started to control the game from the midfield. I think, I mean, I'll come on and speak about Kamara, um, Aribo, Andrew, and go. I'll speak about all, all three of them probably because I think all three of them were 
absolutely fantastic, and especially Kamara. But we just started to control the game. We started to control the flow and the way everything was happening. As I say, Itton, again, was quite quiet to start off with, but he grew into the game like the rest of the team did. Uh, he had a chance around 25 minutes. He was unlucky with that, to be fair, but he soon opened the scoring after that with a smash of a goal on 31 minutes. So the Pozan defender gives away poor possession in their own half. and picks the ball up, runs into the box on the right-hand side. Bit of a fake, wee bit of a drop of the shoulder, gets himself a bit of space and strikes the ball into the roof of the net. This is a really, really good goal for me, and I think I was really, really chuffed um, for him. You could see what it meant to him and... Aye, it was it was a cracking goal. Ali, your thoughts? Yeah, fantastic. I was I was really made up for it because we've watched him this season. He's been a bit part player for us. He comes on for maybe twenty minutes. They, they play him out in the right hand side. It probably isn't his ideal position. I mean, I see him as he's what is he six foot two, six foot three. I, mean, I see him playing through the middle. Obviously, we like to change the front three a lot. Um, he came in at Falkirk, played. I think he tried too hard against Falkirk, to be honest. But no, he held held the line well. And that goal, I mean, what a strike it was. I mean, I think Ali McCoy's at BT Sports was saying that he should have he should have drilled it low and hard across the keeper, but he didn't, he didn't he? <laughs> listen to McCoy. It was it was hard and high in the roof of the net. But no, great goal. I I thought he was I've noted four players and he's in my four players that um I thought was yeah. had a really good game last night. Yeah, I see. I, maybe been a wee bit unfair. When I was at the thought it was the Ross County game. Actually, get the goal. Sorry, I take that back, mate. It was the Ross County game that he set the assist. Sorry for the four. My apologies, mate. Um, so you're right. Probably about the Falkirk game. Actually, he probably did try a wee bit too hard in that game. To be fair, Scotia, what was your kind of first thoughts in the first thirty minutes of the first half? Much of what you guys have said, yeah, it did take us a bit of time to get into the game. Um, I think it was around about the twenty minute mark. I sort of started to notice we were getting pressing a wee bit harder up the pitch, you know, our field was making a good few interceptions that led to, you know, that Itton chance, etc. Um, and then, yeah, the Itton's goal itself um, was um, absolutely fantastic, really. It was a really, really good goal. And he took on the harder shot. You know, he goes in for the keeper's near like, near side post. Um, whereas, you know, as Koisty had said, um, you know, take that across the keeper. So I absolutely brilliant goal and absolutely chuffed for Itton because um, I... He's really needed it, um, as you've already mentioned. He's coming on sort of, to see out the game when we've already won, or he's playing on the right hand side. So for him to start and get the, the goal, first European goal for him, um, you know, at Rangers and at an individual level as well, um, yeah, absolutely chuffed to bits for him. Yeah, well, did I say it was a bit like an Alfredo Morelos goal, wasn't it? It was kind of just yeah. put your put uh, your head down and fucking put your boot through it. Do you know what I mean? It was it reminded me of that to be fair, but it was a great goal. And I saying it was, I think he really deserved it. You could see he was running their two centre backs ragged. Really, they didn't really know what to do with him. I thought I thought that was really impressive. So I'll move on to kind of Patterson. Uh, I don't obviously, but I, I don't want to be too harsh on him. Um, I don't think it's really fair considering we are comparing him to arguably the man that's going to be player of the season, um, I would imagine, not just for Rangers, but I think in the league, uh, the way that he's going, especially if he continues the way that he's been playing and the, he starts the, the way they are just now. I thought he took a wee bit of time to settle in. He might have been a wee bit nervous, we don't know. The boy's only 19, but there's a lot of promise in him, I think. He was just doing everything... Properly, he was doing things not overcomplicating the role that he was asked to do, not trying to bomb up and down and get onto the score sheet the way Tab gets onto the score sheet. I think he was, I was chuffed for him. Um, I think he was, I 
especially towards the end of the kind of first half, he was really in control. Ali, what was your thoughts on Patterson in the first half? Uh, I thought he was steady. Like like you say, you're always judging him against against Tav, who bombs yeah. up down that wing for ninety minutes. Um, I, I, yeah, there were a couple of wee shaky moments with him, but you'll expect that he's he's, he's young, but. No, I think he could be proud of himself. 65 minutes, didn't look out of place in the team, kept it simple. That's what you want from him. And even though he was on the press conference today, which which we'll come to, but he'll be working with Tav and, and learning from Tav how, how to play that role. But no, he's, he's one for the future and we'll probably see him more and more as the season goes on. Yeah, I would think so. I think especially if we become more... Comfortable in a league position. I'll say, I'll say like that. If we become more comfortable in a league position, then I think Patterson could get a few runouts. But I think he is definitely promising. And obviously, the long term goal in this is for him to replace Tav. There's obviously no doubt about that. Um, he's he's shadowing him. So I know I was chuffed for him. We'll move on to the Hadji chance. So there was again it and great work. Managed to flick the ball on to Hadji. Hadji looks like he's towing a caravan, to be fair. I don't know if he just can't really get the ball out from underneath his feet um, or whether it was a pitch, but either way, he still managed to keep control of the ball. Gets himself into the box and gets his shot away and it's deflected just by the post. He was unlucky here, I think. Um, Hadji showed again last night in flashes what he can bring uh, to the team. Scotia, what was your thoughts on Hadji? Hadji, I thought he played pretty well particularly after the goal, but sort of onto that that kind of chance he had. I think this bit of play from Mittens probably stood out for me as probably his best bit of play in the game. Yeah, it was just yeah. a beautiful knock-on into the path of Hadji. And, um, you know, Hadji isn't the quickest of players, we know that. I think the ball did, Kenny, you, you watch it back, the ball did take a bit of, like, bit of a bobble and Kenny, he loses his Kenny momentum there. He does really well to um, sort of get back under control and get the shot away. Um, but yeah, Hadji played really well, I thought, um, particularly after the goal. Um, he is this kind of a guy that kind of lives on the moment um, and he needs a wee bit of run in the team as well, I think. I think he's found it difficult coming in and out of the team, particularly when everyone else is playing so well. Also, it's not as if he's coming in to replace someone that's had a poor game. He's coming mm-hmm. in to replace someone most of the times that's played absolutely brilliantly. So it's very difficult to kind of build up your own momentum coming into a game halfway through it or further through it. You know, so but I'm, I was really impressed with Hadji today, and I'm again delighted. But I think delighted for him to get his goal, which we'll we'll come on to. Yeah, so we, towards the kind of end of the first half, um, not really any more chances to kind of point out. But I will just pick out now Zungu, who was just a proper solid ball winning midfielder um, for the entire time he was on the park. Um, Aribo with his whole "it's my ball and you're not playing" sort of attitude that he was having, um, and Kamara who. I just think he was a class above the rest of anybody on that park last night. I don't think there was anybody anywhere near um, the way Kamara was playing. I thought he was fantastic. So, I said Rangers going to half-time 1-0. So, what's your kind of thoughts at half-time, Ali? Ah, comfortable. I expected us to go and probably score another couple of goals. Like Poznan, they had their, obviously their chance in the first half. They should have scored. But after that, didn't really offer anything. The Rangers were growing into the game. And yeah, I expected a comfortable second half for Rangers and it kind of panned out that way, to be honest. Scosh? Um, yeah, um, easy, not easy street, I suppose. That's been a wee bit too um, nonchalant <laughs> there, but yeah. Well, I think, well, I, I, de- I would definitely say we were in control. Aye, so yeah. maybe, not easy, maybe not easy street, mate, but we were definitely in control. 
Aye, no, we were. Um, one that I had made a wee note um, when I was watching the game last night, um, you know, McLaughlin didn't have a huge amount to do, but in about the 55th minute, um, Poznan got a, had a free kick from the wonderfully named Poohatch. <laughs> Poohatch. Which <laughs> <laughs> was good, you know, I saw oh. lots of comments on Twitter about that. It was good. That was great. Um, what a name. What a name. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's his name, is it not? Pucha? And the way they've been saying it, I don't know, mate. I don't know. <laughs> but, nah. but no, I made a really good save um, from that free kick. And I've noticed this about McLaughlin. You know, most keepers would make that save and they turn it around the post. He saved it and it was very unlucky that it didn't go out for a throw in down in that corner. You know, it just trickled yeah. to the wrong side of the, the corner flag. It kind of reminds me the first years ago, the first time you've seen class European defenders clear the ball out but keep the ball in the pitch when they were clearing it rather than the good old Scotch mentality of if in doubt kick it out so yeah no, I picked up on that from McLaughlin because obviously he didn't have an awful lot to do another clean sheet for him but I think that was um, you know good to see that he was still sharp in that game See seeing McLaughlin if Shagger hangs his gloves up at the end of the season would you have him as the Rangers number one next season? Ooh. I would. I, 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 think, I, think, I would. I think I would with McCrory behind him, just learning maybe for a year. I would quite comfortably put him as a Rangers number one rather than going out and spending the well, least. You see that Tim spending five million in that barking or Barkus, whatever the hell called. But I think he's more than capable of coming in and replacing McGregor. I know he's 32, but that's still early for a goalkeeper. What do you think? Yeah. No, I think so. Um, I don't have any worries, but I don't even have. What he just. McCrory 22. at the moment. 22. No, McCrory. Oh, McCrory. Ah, yeah, he's 22. early. 22. 22, 21. So I wouldn't even have many concerns if McCrory had another. Well, he's probably past the stage of another loan season. I think he does need to be the kind of number two, potentially. Look, at maybe being the, uh, hate using the term, but, you know, like the cup keeper, um, something like that, that, that would maybe help him. There's not really much to say that Shagger's going to go away anytime soon. I don't think um, so. I don't want it's going to, No, I, I I get where you're coming from. But I think eventually it's going to come. I mean, he can't play forever. Do you know what I mean? He's no Jim Layton, so he can't play until he's like 45 or something like that. But um, I think, yeah, it's a good point. Actually, it's a, it's a good discussion, that one, to be fair. Because I, he keeps clean sheets. He, I mean, he's, he's hardly conceded a, a goal, really, this season at all. Um, so, I mean... I don't really know if... Yeah, I suppose it all depends what they're going to do with McCrory. It, it depends if McCrory's going to go out again on loan. And it all depends who we sell as well. It all depends how much money we've got available to buy. If we can go out and buy a quality keeper, then I'm not sure McLaughlin might become the second choice. But, well, I don't know. It's tough, that one. I'm not sure. If if it turns out to be first choice, then I, I, again, I don't think if I, I would really have a problem with it. I was just going to say, does he not get more clean sheets than McGregor yeah. at the moment? McGregor, yeah. Obviously, yeah. that's a wee bit down to McGregor being out injured, etc. But, you know, still, you're coming into the sort of turn of the year and, you know, he's sitting there with more clean sheets than Shagger is. Yeah. Uh, so, as I say, it's a, it's a good shout, that one, to be fair. So, Scorsa, you took, us in, you took us into the second half there, so I'll just continue on. So... In 65th minute, the subs obviously started. Patterson went off to have come on. As I say, we've, we've spoke about Patterson. I think he did really well. He can be proud of himself. It's his first European um, appearance for Rangers and at the age of 19. So it's only going to only stand him in good stead for the future. 
So yeah, not much happens up until about the 72nd minute where Rangers get the goal that will secure them the win and the top of the group. So it was a set piece from Borna. He delivered an absolute superb cross into the box. Goldson was head and shoulders above everybody else with a cracking header. He's unlucky for that not to go in. Hits the bar, comes down, bounces off the line. Bounces back up and had his heads in from about half an inch with one of the easiest goals you'll ever score. Big goals and thought it was his, but obviously we've seen from the replays that it wasn't his. It is Hadji's goal, but what a set piece this is. What's your thoughts on the goal, Ali? Yeah, right off the training ground. That's what I said to you when we watched it. I said that, that right off the training ground, that one. Tab looks like he's going to play the free kick. Then obviously Borna wraps his foot around it. Big goals and great header. And like you say, he thought it was in Goldson as well. And uh, Hadji couldn't miss it. If he did miss it, Hadji, big hit and was right in behind him to put it in. But no, great goal. And again, it just shows Rangers set pieces very dangerous this season. What do you think, Scotia? Yeah, it was a great goal. Um, great delivery by Barisic, like uh, Carney had said there. Um, and a fantastic, fantastic header from Goldson. And I'm fairly glad that Hadji got on the end of it. As I'd mentioned earlier, you know, Great to see him in the score sheet. But I was also quite happy because Zungu was hovering about the back post as well. And I think he'd rolled into an offside position after um, Goldson had uh, connected with it. So glad that it hit the bar and felt he had you because otherwise that could have potentially been flagged off. So yeah, Rangers make it 2-0. Um, sort of after that, Rangers made a number of changes. I think it was quite clear that the, the win was in the bag. Uh, there was a number of a number of changes made. The game kind of peters out. I'd say not too much to get into after that. Um, and I'll kind of leave it there because obviously we've got other stuff to talk about today. But it's an absolute great performance by Rangers. Top of the Europa League group. An extra million quid in the skyrocket. Into the last 32 as a seeded team. Job done. Hell of an impressive job over this European campaign so far. And literally bring on whoever you want next. I'm not bothered. Ali? Yeah. Biggest points total by a Scottish team in a European um, league set up with that as well. 14 points. I actually look back at the previous two campaigns we've had and you can see the progression from the first the first one we were playing. It was at, um, Villarreal and that. And then obviously last year, you can see the progression with Rangers. But 14 points, fantastic. Like you say, over a million pounds for finishing top of that group winning last night. But in terms of teams that I won, I wanted an English team, but they're obviously all... They won their yeah. groups as well, so we can't get them. If I take anyone, to be honest, I'll take anyone. Uh, Gerard's closing in on um, equaling Walter Smith's European win record. He's one away from that, so yeah, good to see um, teams that I want in the next round. I'd really be keen to avoid going across to Krasnodar or Kiev, <laughs> just given the just given the travel distance involved, and maybe probably Tel Aviv as well. Um, but anyone else, I'd take. You know, your fans probably aren't going to be allowed back in, so you know, um, it's much of a muchness. Young boys, maybe. I think we could scalp them. Yeah, yeah we as well. Die. Yeah. So, gentlemen, can I trouble you for your man of the match, Ali? Oh, that's a hard one. I'm going to give it to Aribo. I thought Aribo last night. I love watching Aribo. For a big guy, I think he's outstanding with the ball at his feet. I mean, we were watching it last night and I said to you, look look at Alec Poznan players. They stood off him all the time because they know if they get tight to him, he'll, he'll just zip away from them. But I, him and Kamara for me were brilliant, but I just love watching Joe Aribo. I think he's a brilliant player. Fair enough. Scott? 
for me, it came down to two. So I think I will opt for Itton. I thought Itton was fantastic tonight, eh, tonight, last night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give it to Itton. He was uh, great. Yeah. Got his goal. I think this kind of sums up how well Rangers played last night with the changes made because I'm I'm definitely going for Glenn Kamara. Um, I thought Kamara was just outstanding. So it's it's really good that we've all picked three different players. And again, it just shows the the kind of progression that Rangers are making just now. It's um, we're just such a good team. We're just such a good fucking everything about us just now is just brilliant and it's it's exciting times. So I'll just jump onto the the post-match interview that was done with Gerard. So after the match, Gerard said, I think it's a huge achievement. I think we thoroughly deserve to finish top with a little bit more experience. We could have had maximum points. I'm immensely proud of the players and tonight we were strong and in control and deserved the three points. He added that we're looking forward to the draw on Monday and when Europe comes around in February, hopefully the team is fit and we will match a challenge, match and challenge for whoever we face. He was then asked about Itton's performance and if it would help his confidence and I think it was quite interesting that he swept this away quite quickly. Um, he said there's no lack of confidence or any frustration from him and I think he put in a great performance tonight and thoroughly deserved his goal, which I thought was quite interesting, to be honest. I thought we were all were kind of saying, oh, it'd be good for his confidence. Maybe it's just a footballing thing that you jump to where you immediately just think, oh, it'd be good for his confidence because he's not scored in a while. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we don't see him in training. For all we know, he's bagging That's the balls in training. That's true. So we, we don't see that. We only see snippets of him. Like you say, he's only been playing 15, 20 minutes here and there. I know he played against Falkirk the full game, but I think it's just a kind of cliche you always say with somebody like that that sort of comes in. But with it, and I will say, and even Gerard kind of said it, is he's given Gerard a headache now because obviously Morelos hasn't been scoring. Although mm. he's been playing well, Morelos, he's, he's playing a different role in the team. He's now another option in to play through the middle. So yeah. it's a good dilemma, to be honest. Yeah. So he was asked also, Gerald's also asked about the changes that he made to the team and he responded, I had trust and confidence to make the seven changes before the game and this is the best I've felt in terms of our squad strength and I have confidence in the 25 we have in the playing squad. I wouldn't make the changes if I didn't have the trust in the players to keep up the performance of the last 24-25 games. He then commented on individual performances and picked out Patterson, Itton and Zungo. Zungo, sorry for praise, but finished in Glenn Kamara. He said, I thought Kamara again showed why there is a lot of fuss around him. And I advise the club to move that section along as quickly as they can. Now, the full press conference can be found on Rangers' YouTube channel, by the way, but we'll just finish on his last comment there with Kamara. He wants him signed up, does he not? <laughs> Indeed he does, I. I wouldn't blame him. He's been phenomenal. I've um, loved Kamara. Best £50,000 ever spent. Uh, ever. What I would say with Kamara is, obviously, he's going to the Euros this summer as well with Finland, and he's he's been bossing games with Finland at the moment. So, I don't even know where you would price him in terms of uh, what we would want for him, but He's one of the players I think a lot of clubs will be monitoring at the moment. And then, but he was schooled at Arsenal as well. I mean, you can see that. But yeah. yeah, he's one of the players that potentially we could lose in the summer. Yeah, we'll be looking for a lot more than 50 fucking grand, mate. I'll tell you that for I sure. Think, I think you could even see him getting, or not getting sold, but I reckon you can see a few clubs coming in in January for him. Yeah, I think it's a very possible. I think there's a number of players that could be on teams' radars just now uh, for January. So. 
But I'll leave that game there. As I say, really, really good European performances from Rangers so far, and we're into the last 32. So from one press conference to another, today it was Gerard and young Nathan Parson in the press conference ahead of the game against Dundee United on Sunday. Ali, do you want to take us through it? Yeah, it was, uh, like you say, with Gerard and Parson. It's good to see Parson in the press conference. That's given him a bit of media work as well, getting used to working with the media too. So that's good to see the young guy there. But Gerard, in terms of the team for, for Sunday, no injuries, which is good news. Obviously, it's just the usual kind of bumps and bruises. But no, there's 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 no um, there's nobody missing at all. Um, he expects a lot of changes from the team that played against Lech Poznan, which we all expect, to be honest. And he also... He went on about Dungeon United, obviously, with the COVID at the moment. They'll be missing um, Mickey Mellon, their manager, so he won't be in a dugout for the game, which he said could be a, a slight influence in the game. It might be a slight advantage. He also understands the, the rivalry with us in Dungeon United. I mean, I fucking hate Dungeon United. You, you know what it was like when we went down to Division 3? They were one of the first clubs to try and stamp all over us. So... I yeah, they, I we, had, we doing had them at Ibrooks to begin the season. I wanted us to give them a serious doing. In terms of a footballing team, that they, 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 he understands there. Yeah, he was saying they play good football, they'll be well organised, and basically we need to be up for it. And he also mentioned on Billy Gilmore as well, like we said in the, the show during the week, that's a no-go. He says he's part of the Chelsea team, and that's as far as that's what's going to go. The, the young Colombian as well, who, we, again, we talked on during the week, yeah, that was a more of a positive one. I think that one will yeah. happen from what he was saying, but I think he'll go into the development team, that boy. I don't. He won't go straight into the, the first team. That's a, that's a development one. And then after yeah, that... Yeah, that's kind of... Sorry. Sorry, mate. Carry on. Yeah, and then obviously after that, they talked to Nathan Patterson, basically asked him about the game last night. And to be honest, for a boy of 18, he seems... Really level-headed. He talks well with the press. I mean, I imagine they'll get media trends at Rangers and all these things, so you can tell tell he's done that. They asked him, does he love working with Tav? And he said, yeah, it's brilliant working with Tav. Uh, basically learning off him. He was saying basically last night, Goldson and Big Arfield as well, talked him all the way through the game. So, yeah, all good with parts. And also shows a pathway for all the younger lads in the development team that there is a path to get into that first team if they work hard. So yeah, no, a good press conference, and I think he's just looking forward to getting getting to Aber- um, getting to Dungeon Night the weekend. Sorry, and I hopefully another one. Yeah, I, I took the same from Gerard talking about the the young Colombian that we're thinking on that one. Looks like it's definitely in progress with the way that he was the way they kind of he answered the question. He definitely put Billy Gilmore to bed. I say he was saying I speak to Frank all the time. Do you know what I mean? So it's like I don't think that one's going to happen. But he said himself, it's two plus two equals. He supports Rangers. Will just Rangers will get him in alone kind of thing. So yeah, it was there's nothing in that. Good that we're coming through with no injuries. To be fair, um, we've got a kind of full squad now. So could be Ryan Jack, could be Holander back. Um, we'll just need to wait and see, I suppose. And on to your kind of young Nathan. He looked nervous a wee bit though, but I suppose he's yeah, going to so. be, isn't he? But I think he did. I think he looked a wee bit nervous, but I mean, he still held himself well. He's I thought he answered his questions well. You need to remember he's a boy as well. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Did you see the press conference, Scores, take in from it? Uh, i seen Stevie G's um, part of it. I didn't okay, manage to catch uh, Billy Gilmer's. Uh, Billy Gilmer's. Fucking hell. Let's go for Billy that again. Billy Gilmer's. <laughs> fucking hell, man. <laughs> I said that drink. Um, I managed to catch um, Stevie G's 
part of it. Um, I didn't get to see Nathan Patterson's, um, but yeah, I th think Ali kind of covered off everything that he mentioned. The only other thing I kind of noted that Ali hasn't brought up was, um, you know, there's maybe some interest for Goldson and Tav. Um, and they'd been in similar to what we were talking about with Kamara and getting a new contract. I think one of the the, the professional journal, I wouldn't, well, professionals not the right one the ones that work with their ags asked the question, kind of kept on pressing it, you know, why aren't they getting offered new contracts, etc., etc. But, um, you know, Stevie G just kind of brushed it aside, moved on as it was. And he also, I think he got brought up again about the draw. Who does he want? Blah, de, blah, de, blah. And he was like, yeah, it was great to qualify and then stops it at that and then, no, we're focusing on the Dundee United game. And that's the most important thing, which I always like to see. Yeah, no, in terms of the contract thing, when he was asked that question, I think it's different strokes for different folks. I'd imagine Goldson's on a bit more money than what Kamara's on and Kamara needs secured down. He needs, if teams are going to come in for him, they need to know that they need to buy out his contract and buy the player. So it's, um, it's wise, wise from... From Gerard, I, I liked that he said it last night after the game about Kamara. I think he deserves a new contract, as we just spoke about off air alley. Every time Mariela scored a fucking goal last year, he got a new contract. Oh, so, only makes sense to tie down um, our assets. So, anything else on the press conference you want to talk about? No, like, like Scott said, the, the, the Kamara, I mean, he, he did mention they were going on about Kamara quite a lot, obviously, but uh, I mean, you need to remember Kamara came from Dundee. So I, I would imagine, in terms of a wage, he's in one of the lower bands at Ibrooks at the moment. So, mm -hmm. yeah, he probably deserves an improved contract for him for his uh, performances, and also to kind of show that he's wanted at Rangers. And if any team wants to come in, they need to pay big bucks for him. So again, um, that'll be all sorted. Yeah. So I'll trouble you for your eleven. This is going to be tough, by the way, <laughs> to pick an eleven for this game, yeah, I found especially this after the way. Yeah, especially after the way they played last night. So, it's quite difficult. So, I've got McGregor, Tav, Goldson. I think he'll play Balogun. Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Arfield, Kent, Roof and Itton. Even though I think he might play Morelos. That's the only one. Him and Davis, he might play Jack, but I think he might play Itton. What do you yeah, think? Mine's, mine's quite different to that. Is it? Go. Do you want to hear mine? I go. Shagger and goal. Tav, Goldson. I think Holander might come back in. Barisic. My midfield three, I think, will be Davis. I think Jack will start in a rebo with a front three of Ruth, Morelos, Kent. The midfield three for me is the hardest part. That is the hardest part oh, to definitely. pick, but that's what I was going with. Scotia, Scotia. You want to add uh, well, mine's is um, pretty similar to Pearson's. Um, or Ali, have you introduced him as Pearson yet? No. Oh no, I think people know his name's Ali Pearson, but I, I would whatever you want, mate. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I no, so I'd go with um, Shagger, Tav, Goldson, and Barisic. I'm not entirely sure. I've not really had a chance to catch up yet, but I assume Hellander's back out of his um, COVID isolation. Ah, he's, he's, he's available, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'd, I'd have, I'd, I'd, I would have him in beside Goldson in the centre of defence. Um, midfield, I would have Davis and Jack if he's available. Alongside probably Aribo, 
just to give a wee bit more forward thinking there, because I think, you know, between the three of Aribo, Kamara and Arfield, you know, you could put any one of them in there. They all played the film 90 Minutes Thursday night. That was my thinking on it. So I'd maybe play Aribo, because I think Zungu as well is maybe a wee bit more, you know, deeper line as well, so we maybe lose a wee bit of that, that forward f- footing. So I'd put Aribo in there with them. And then up top, I think it's going to be Ruth Morelos and Kent. I just think you might play it, and I've just got a sneaky feeling. I also did think, I did have a wee, I also thought Defoe as well. He was another one I thought of, instead of Morello. Oh, I don't think I've played Defoe. I think I think you'll play it now over Defoe, because the way it and all his performance, I know it's only one performance, we're kind of speaking about him as if he's the next McCoyst, but he played well, and I think he deserves a wee bit of a run. I'm not saying Morello doesn't play well, he does play well. Morello does a different job. Than than he used used to do. He used to he was the talisman um, for a while, so it's kind of hard to not comparing to the goals that he's scoring already. But Atten's gave himself a shout. That's all I'm saying. Atten has gave himself a shout with that. So it'll be interesting to see. And I don't know how Dundee United are going to play because remember when they they came to Ibrox beginning the season, Dundee United had a go at us. They pressed us high for the first fifteen twenty minutes. And then obviously we got a goal against them and then it completely unravelled for them. It was four going on six, seven. So, I've, I've, again, I've not watched Dungeon United after that, but I don't think they're as defensive-minded as a lot of these other teams we play against, your Hamiltons, your Kilmarnocks, the rest of them. They've came through the Championship playing this kind of similar football to what we would play in a Championship coming up. So, yeah, I don't know if they're set up as a team to sit and just defend against us, I think they might actually try and play football, which would obviously help us. So, we'll go for scores. Ali? Oof. I'm going to go 3-0 Rangers. Scott? Um, 4-0. Yeah, I was going to go for 4-0 as well, but the last time this happened, I went for one more and we got it, so I'll go for 5-0 Rangers. <laughs> I think we'll be too strong for them. I, th- I just think we'll, I think we'll kind of speed them aside the way we've been doing with teams. So we'll move on to, I know we've only done a show just Wednesday there, but we'll move on to any sort of social media that's popped up since then that you, you kind of want to talk about. So what have you seen on social media? What, funny stuff? Aye, anything really. Oh, anything that's that, that... interesting or funny. Very, very I'm not meaning interesting, like I want Scotia to go into a 14-hour fucking lecture on the moon or something like that but like just anything stupid or funny guess, guess, guess who's been wheeled out in front of Twitter again from that side of the city Tommy Sheridan has got a new two minute oh, video out which is absolute gold so he's been wheeled out I think Celtic wheel him out by the way I think they tell him <laughs> to put a video out so he's come out to tell the Celtic it's fans dis- it's a disaster yeah, it's a so catastrophe <laughs> He's got, his, he's got his scarf around his neck, giving it all these big words, and he's saying for the Celtic fans to unite and how all this fighting isn't the Celtic way. Well, Tommy, have you seen what's been happening up at Parkhead? It is the I fucking know. Celtic way. That's what they do all the time. But I, if you get two minutes to actually sit and listen to that clown, off, it's gold dust. <laughs> Scott, you seen in? Oh, there's been a, a few, man. I've not had a huge amount of time this week to actually spend too much time on Twitter, but there's a few that have popped up that have been absolutely wonderful. Um, the boy that woke up in a panic and then underthunk things, or he underthink things. Oh, he was on that, um, I think it's a Celtic State of Mind podcast or something it's called. And oh, it was brilliant. And I was sitting there going like, what the f- is happening? You know, 
Jesus Christ, man. Um, there's collusion is this the guy between that, Celtic is this the guy and Rangers. Oh, yeah. ah, there's collusion because because obviously if Celtic win the 10, there'll be no no bursting forward from the Celtic fans to renew their season tickets because that's it done and dusted. That's not really how, well, it's certainly not how I would view it. If I'd won 10, yeah. I'd be wanting my season ticket for 11. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so aye, and Rangers will go bust if they win 10 in a row. Aye, oh, another Rangers bust out the, the things. And the thing that got me as well is the other two guys, because they get one of these ones where you can see their faces, you know, and they're sitting there, and, and they don't even, they don't even, they don't even, they don't even look at him as if to say, "What the fuck's this guy talking about?" Unbelievable. come out. Well, I know you're sensible enough not to come out with daftness like that, but you, know, <laughs> you turn around to him, going like, "Hold it a wee minute here." What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, it boggles the mind, and they say they've got, they've got no idea how high this goes, gentlemen. This goes higher than them. This goes higher than they'll ever know. Um, the best bit I've seen was last night after the... It's not social media, but I've seen it on social media. Was after the game and Chris Boyd's handing over to Andy <laughs> Walker. It is tremendous, honestly. He absolutely loves trolling the bastards, man. He absolutely loves it. Was it he was it said? Um, it said Celtic are... I've put out, put more, out more, more statements, statements than wins. Than they have wins. Victory's angle was the word victory. It was his face. He's beaming from the ear as well. He's smiling on us when he knows he was, he's going on to pure Kenny wind him up, you know, shithousery kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, somebody said on Twitter today they want to make a Chris Boyd advent calendar. And when you open each door each day, it'll be one of his faces. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. In fact, just talking about stuff for last night, another absolute belter, and you, you couldn't have scripted it any better, was um, Alan Stubbs' commentary on the Tim's game last night when they went one up. He was, oh, they were waxing lyrical about, oh, this is Celtic's time to show how they can keep a clean sheet. And he was going on and on about this. And literally, as he stopped, he literally stopped his Lidl went up the park and buying one each. Oh, he, he couldn't have scripted it any better. It was brilliant. Uh, really, was, really was brilliant. It was literally, he, he, it was like he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar because he just stopped talking. Do you know what I mean? You could, you could tell if you could have seen his face, he would have just had that drop in his face where he was just like, oh, fuck. Um, oh, that was absolutely brilliant. Scotia anymore? I don't know. It's not, it's not as funny as the ones we've talked about, but it was still pretty good. I don't know if he's caught it when um, they were doing the presser after the game. With Gerard, um, that uh, ramen boy from STV yeah. News, <laughs> he was there and he was raging. Obviously, Leela just equalised or something because I was raging. <laughs> Can you get that screening shot properly? <laughs> I, he was furious. I seen that as well. Yeah, but that I, as I say, I've not seen too much. But those everything you've talked about, I, they were. It's been fun in Twitter recently and on the Super Scoreboard and stuff like that. It's yeah. you know, loving basking in it at the minute. Can't yeah, lie. I've, I've, I've got a funny feeling things are going to get even better. Gentlemen, they, just watch this still, space. Have they still got their protest for... Um, oh, the candles! Have they, have, the candles? Or have they cancelled that because that's them back after last night? Oh, I know. Aye, that'll be them back. Aye, of course it will be. Aye, because they, they managed to win 3-2. Aye. Why are they bringing candles or why are they handing out candles? Can you explain that one to me at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares, man? Honestly, who gives a shit? Oh, well, I'll have to watch. Twitter will be funny after it, so that's the only thing I really look forward to. When I see these things getting announced and that and they get passed about on social media on Twitter, I just look forward to the aftermath of it all because they'll, they'll not be able to behave themselves. They won't. Uh, something will happen, so it'll be it'll be interesting to watch. That was quite good as well, actually. Did you see the tweet from the boy that uh, runs the um, Kerry Fuel 
Twitter account. Just said, oh, that's my night off, thank God. Hopefully he's really busy on Sunday, though. I'd love that. Aye, I hope so. And I've got a funny feeling. Um, I had a funny feeling last weekend, and I've got uh, last week, sorry, and I've got the same same feeling for this weekend as well. So that about does tonight, gentlemen. Um, Scorsa, just thanks very much for coming on, mate, making the appearance. Aye, cheers, thanks, uh, guys. Um, can I just bring up one wee quick point? We've maybe not touched on. Um, yeah, just um, like I suppose most people will know, but um, the Rangers women team um, are playing this weekend. It's um, on BBC Alpa. If anyone you know is interested, because they've been doing quite well. They scudded um, Motherwell nine 0 nil, nine nil, during the week. Yeah. And and Baladevi's been made a police inspector back in India, so you know, the police are on our side as well. <laughs> as always, mate. As always. So and Ali, thanks very much for your time again, mate. Ah, no problem. Just looking forward to Sunday. Hopefully another one. Go 16 points clear. Fingers crossed, mate. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, if you've liked what you've heard, would you please support us in growing uh, and like, subscribe and share any way you can. And if wherever you listen, you can rate or make a comment, then please do so. We would love to hear from you. So we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We will speak to you Sunday after another, hopefully another three points for the famous Have a great weekend and, of course, play up the Glasgow Rangers. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.